0: Welcome to this week's episode of Warriors Unite podcast. This is a special episode this week, as we are here to try and raise awareness to a GoFundMe page. This GoFundMe page is set up for a beautiful lady called Elaine Morrissey, who is suffering from EDS. Elaine is in serious need of some treatment and also an operation, which is very, very expensive and also can't be done here in Ireland. So joining me today is Elaine's friend Leanne. Leanne herself and her daughter both also have EDS and have had this surgery. So Leanne is going to take us on the journey of her own path with EDS. And she's going to fill us all in on the GoFundMe page she has set up for Elaine and why this um, treatment and operation is so needed. So please join us and stay tuned as us warriors unite. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Warriors Unite Podcast with me, your host Carolyn. Um, this week we're doing something a little bit different to our regular episodes. I am joined today by the lovely Leanne. Hi Leanne. Hi, Hi. <laughs> uh, Leanne is here. She's going to tell us about her own journey um, with her own chronic illness, but that will be later in this episode. She's here today on behalf of her lovely and dear friend, Elaine. Mm -hmm. Elaine is going through um, a very, very challenging time at the moment, and we're trying to create more awareness to a GoFundMe page that has been set up for Elaine. So I'm going to leave it over to Leanne, and Leanne is going to kind of start you off and tell us about this whole
1: journey. So first of all, Leanne, you might want to tell people whereabouts are you from? I'm originally from Britain um, but I haven't actually lived in the UK for the last 15 years until um, I guess it is now almost two years I've been back in Europe um, for the treatment my daughter and I needed Um, but since that before that I wasn't I was living out of the UK for yeah almost 15 years now okay and Elaine is based Elaine is originally from Ireland. Ireland yeah Elaine is in Ireland and she is Irish yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna let it off to you and you can um, start telling us um, all about, I suppose, Elaine's story where okay. it began.
1: Yeah, um, I Elaine and her daughter Ruby, um, so Elaine is 38 and um, Ruby is seven. They both have EDS, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, um, which is genetic um, connective tissue disorder. It affects all the connective tissue, so basically all the glue, that glues all of us together. Everywhere from our skin all the way through into the core of us to our intestines. Um, it is everywhere. But with someone with EDS, it is um, not working right. It is defective. So um, that really sums up EDS. It causes, honestly, it can cause problems with every part of the body um, eyesight, even hearing, skin. It often causes problems in pretty much everywhere. For the sufferer. Um, so from the inside out, it can cause um, massive GI issues, um, GI paralysis, gastroparesis, um, lots of problems with um, prolapse of the organs, bladder, bowels, all of the, any of the organs, um, all the way out to the veins, the skin. Um, it always causes also um, problems with hypermobility. So most of us with EDS will have hypermobility um, to the extreme and also dislocation and supplications. Um, it can cause almost a dislocation, I guess, within the ear. So it can cause deafness, can cause hearing issues, balance issues even within the inner ear. It can cause sight issues. So people's corneas can come um, start to detach. It can cause um, problems with the teeth, um, the tooth in animal, in animal, in animal, <laughs> um, okay. it can cause um, receding of the gums often as well. Honestly, I could go on and on and on. So um, basically, the whole EDS body, covers. the whole body just shuts down. For Absolutely, you yeah, me. it's very much affected. It affects every part of you um, in, no. d- in varying degrees. It depends on the sufferer. Most of the time, thinking, um, yeah, people with have EDS, does everybody
0: have that? Because I know I've heard of no. some people that have EDS. Um, and do would only
1: have my mild form of it. Absolutely. So people with EDS, I they always say, and it's true, no zebra is the same, their print is never the same. It's the same with us with EDS. None of us are identical. So every sufferer, even if you have the same type of EDS, and there are 14 types um, known right now, um, none of us are exactly the same. It manifests differently in everyone. Um, but equally, you have so many similarities. When you meet someone with EDS, you're like, oh, my gosh, someone like me. And it, it just is wonderful when you meet another sufferer but equally nobody is affected exactly the same and and usually people are affected in certain parts of their bodies much much more than other parts of their bodies um there are typically um there'll be typically parts of the body for somebody that is massively affected and then they might be less affected in other parts of their body compared to somebody else
0: Yeah, I guess it's like anything, I suppose, because everybody's DNA and everybody's markup of their body is totally different. So how how your body attacks or fights something is totally different. And I know there's some people out there then as well that will have very, very slight symptoms, don't they? Like they can be very like a ballet dancer we'd say could be very flexible with their with their limbs yeah. and movements and that but they wouldn't yeah. be suffering on the side to the extreme of the yeah way you I mean doing. I think
1: I believe that EDS is not as rare as it's thought there are probably lots of people out there um putting up with sort of mild symptoms um and actually you know there are people out there as well I I believe absolutely there are people out there with EDS and actually their symptoms in their opinion are not they're not needing a diagnosis they live a reasonably normal life and actually lots of people with EDS can live reasonably normal life especially if they have the right treatment um but yeah there are mild to very very extreme cases um and like I said there are 14 known types of EDS and they all manifest differently too. Wow so we'll take over to the story so your your main
0: objective here is to yeah is to talk about your friend Elaine.
1: Yeah so I met Elaine it's only just over a year ago but actually it feels like we've always known each other um, we really we really connect connected <laughs> we really connected um and, <laughs> and clicked um we I never have reached out to anybody in a Facebook group before as in like I'll see a post you know and things like that um but I've never actually reached out to that person personally and I Elaine had written a post about her daughter um, she was really desperately looking for somebody who would, who would assess her daughter, um, especially her neck and back area, and hadn't found anybody. And as I said, my daughter and I have both have EDS, and I had, um, we have an amazing specialist, and I was able. I, I was, I was just, I saw her, her post. I don't know. My heart just wretched from, I, I felt her pain so much, I felt her desperation and so I just reached out to her and was like oh we have an amazing specialist, this is who he is, he, I, you know, I, I feel confident he would take someone as young as your daughter to, to assess her and gave her the information and then we just stayed in contact, we just kind of clicked stayed in contact and then um, it happened that my daughter and I were having our first surgery so just over a year ago and it was at that time we were in Barcelona and um, Elaine and her daughter Got to Barcelona to have their initial assessments with the same specialist, so we were able to meet in person. Having talked for weeks, really, at that point, um, I think even maybe it was definitely weeks, um, and really connected and made a friendship just chatting on Messenger. And then we got to see each other, and um, my daughter, our daughters, got to meet. So we connected initially over um, having young children. Who have EDS and have suffered so much and whose lives are threatened by it um, my daughter's life was in brutal danger before her surgery and um, we connected over that and then the, the difficult case of well, the difficult task of parenting a child with EDS whilst suffering EDS yourself um, so we connected over that um, and we met and after their initial um, imaging and assessments by um, the specialist. They were both diagnosed with um, spinal instability and um, Elaine specifically um, very much in need of the surgery, um, spinal fusion surgery. And so then um, soon after that, after we met, um, I started up the GoFundMe for her. I really want to see her have the life that I've now got. I really want her and her family to have their um elaine back and her kids have their mom back um and save her life actually you know this this is life-saving surgery that she needs at this point um with elaine carry on sorry
0: i was just going to say to you there just wanted to kind of take you back for the listeners in case they're wondering um kind Mm. of to the start eds is uh is it genetic?
1: Is it genetic? That's why it's. It's genetic, yeah. It's it's genetic, and it's um caused by a mutation in certain gene. So the gene that is mutated is different in every one of the types of EDS. Um, Thirteen types are have a known um, mutation, or at least known mutations that are associated with that type. Um, one type, hypermobile EDS, doesn't yet have a known mutation, so that's um, diagnosed clinically, and through family history
0: is it is it a, um I, I want to say is it a slow progressing illness or is it just the symptoms will come on you all all at
1: once or is it just different it's um it's a little bit different for everybody it isn't it isn't classed as a degenerative g- 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 what's the word it isn't classed officially as degenerative but it actually becomes so in practice because the joints are so loose you dislocate you your body suffers so much that actually it it's in, in effect it. It manifests degeneratively, so it gets worse over age in general, even though officially it's not a degenerative disease. Um, for some of us, often it becomes worse and much more notable, noticeable um, coming up to puberty. Um, a lot of people find they get very sick around puberty, but then there are there are a number of people also. It tends to be sort of around the early 20s, around the early 30s, sometimes even around early 40s, um, that people can hit a wall and become very very sick um it does depend say for myself I remember knowing I wasn't well from about five and having 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 symptoms from around five but again compared to how they got they were mild at five they were mainly GI symptoms I would say and my knees always moved around and I had a lot of like um, issues with my joints but at that point they're often like circus tricks for most of us we're just known when we were small we're like known oh the clicky all the one jointed, the hypermobile yeah. one the double jointed one and actually for me anyway at that point even though I was hypermobile and dislocating and subluxate having subluxations it wasn't really that painful I don't remember being in a lot of pain um, it was more like just circus tricks really and people would giggle so I've heard that many times that I think the pain I think at least for a lot of people it gets worse later Um, and for a lot of people they can have the other symptoms begin around puberty sort of things like POTS Um, so that's a POTS is I need I actually wrote the did I write that down hang on I wrote it on my phone because I can't pronounce are you still there yeah okay I just want to read what that what that actually is because I can't pronounce it very well without reading it. Postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome? Yes, that's the one. That's the one. I know, though... I have it.
0: Yeah, I was diagnosed with it 17 years ago.
1: Okay, yeah, me too. Most people with EDS do have it. Um, that's interesting that you have it too and you don't have EDS, but uh, obviously there are, there definitely are people that have EDS, that have um, POTS without having EDS. Um, it's definitely a separate condition too, but most people with EDS tend to have POTS, too, and often mast cell activation syndrome, too. Um, so, yeah, often around puberty, POTS can come into play. Um, things like that, mast cell, will be misdiagnosed things like ME around that age. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've met a few people now with EDS, including myself, that were kind of at least loosely or, or properly misdiagnosed with ME, in their puberty years um, and then found out that actually it wasn't ME it was EDS.
0: Now I wanted to just ask yeah. you there, We um, say we're coming down to diagnosis as you said um, as you're getting older of course and with the bodies changing and grow, I suppose going to adult form mm-hmm. these, these illnesses take differently. Um, like when you go for test, testing and stuff, is it does it show up in
1: things like blood work? Does it show up in things like X-rays, scans? No, EDS does not. EDS does not. That's the problem. EDS does not show up in any of the routine or normal blood tests whatsoever. In fact, only it will only show up in um, genetic testing sometimes in this in the uh, the types that are having no mutation. So then it will it will show up in genetic testing in that sense. But blood testing, normal blood tests, no. It will it will not show um the ways that it can be found or at least you know there could be clues towards it would be in like x-rays so if there obviously if there is um spinal instability and you can manage to get an MRI and that would show up and a doctor that's educated enough about EDS would would know would notice those things but again you have a big problem Often even getting a doctor to give you an MRI if you have EDS and then you have a big problem finding a doctor that can recognize the signs that you would yeah. see um yeah, of yeah. repeated dislocations and instability um if it be in the, the neck or yeah, spine or anywhere yeah, else.
0: The reason, the reason I had asked because it's like most it's like most chronic illnesses or any type of normal or anything like that. Mm. It doesn't show up in blood work, it doesn't show up on any of these tests. No. Hidden why no. the reason why they're called a hidden illness or an invisible illness, um, yeah. and they don't, yeah. they
1: don't show. Yeah, there's so many people out there. I think struggling with symptoms, and there's so many people that can't find help, can't find diagnosis. I think it's honest on a, a different. Everybody's got a different level of it, but on everybody I've met with EDS have awful stories of what they've been through, um, trying to get a doctor to listen to them. And actually, I feel like my own, what our own. Um, experiences have definitely left us even traumatized yet honestly most people in Lens especially leave my our experiences looking uh, paling into insignificance almost actually with what we dealt with, with doctors because we were in a country where there wasn't a national health service and ended up having to go private anyway mm-hmm. and that is the way everybody with EDS tends to have to go or even other chronic illnesses you have to go private if you are expected to find help and even then unless you find the right specialist it can be really challenging. We're yeah, super like- blessed to have found our specialist like it's honestly amazing um, to have found him and that and that isn't wasn't even down to us that was again down to a, a fellow sufferer who had been diagnosed before me and before my daughter and recommended him to us and then thankfully I was able to do the same to Elaine and recommend yeah. him to them and wow. it is all about us helping each other find the correct help like you're saying um, direct yeah. people in the right direction that's it that's what the communities these communities are about and
0: that's why yeah. everyone yeah. self-advocate because we want to get the information out there and help yeah. each other as as possible because nobody wants to suffer yeah. and we're taking that in Elaine, no. obviously because in ireland and such the treatments are so yeah. less and less and few and few
1: yeah. um
0: do you want I to tell really you haven't
1: me? known yeah i really haven't i've heard some terrible stories Honestly, we've all got terror stories, <laughs> people with EDS about the past, but Elaine's are honestly up there with the, the most horrendous. Um, and the lack of um, care and the yeah, the lack of care and the presence of the wrong sort of care. But mostly with Elaine, actually, just the lack of care um yeah. that she has been able to find is really shocking, but also just um, dealing with a lot of. Misdiagnoses, a lot of not being believed, a lot of
0: it's medically quite
1: badly. Yeah, no. yeah, she's dealt with so much. She deals with a lot of um, extremely traumatizing situations with that. Yeah, yeah. so um, do you want to tell
0: people what's what's it like at the moment for a day in the life of Elaine? For anyone that doesn't follow, i been following her. A
1: while, so, yeah. 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 So Elaine has um, spinal instability. Um, So again, it's medical names. I don't know if they matter, but I'll say them. You can edit them out if you want. But so she has AAI, so it's atlantoaxial instability. She has CCI, which is craniocervical instability. And she also has some um, subaxial instability. So that's further down her spine. Um, That's part of EDS for her. Um, Elaine's, one of Elaine's, major problems on her daily basis now is gastroparesis um, and the shutting down of her GI system. Um, That in fact, at this point, her need for a feeding tube is the first priority right now. Mm. Um, she is massively malnourished. She cannot no longer keep down food or water. She survives on this one type of energy drink that her body can sometimes keep down. Um, she's she's very very severely malnourished and very much in need of a feeding tube. So for her, on a daily basis now, she's dealing with vomiting a lot if she tries to intake anything um, and even if she doesn't she's you know the, the vomiting is extreme and um, she's dealing with loss of consciousness at times paralysis from the weight, from the waist down sometimes for hours at a time um, she is dealing with choking um, at times now she is dealing with horrendous spasms of her whole body um, That can look similar to a very bad case of Tourette's, but it's not at all anything to do with um, that condition. Um, Just her body is very um, affected by her spinal instability um, in that way. So she has terrible spasms, which cause her so much pain um, and lack of control of her body. So she's now dealing with also issues with um, her bowels and bladder. Um, She's dealing with horrific pain and pressure in her head her back her neck um chest pain very very bad chest pain she has also um photophobia so basically very bad sensitivity to light um she's now having breathing difficulties at times too um yeah she can use Yeah, her body really,
0: really I mean, and just how, like, she's so inspirational to the fact that how she just still has the will and the fight in her to live every single day. And I was looking at a post recently where she just wants to be able to
1: get out and see the Christmas lights or hear Christmas music out in the town with her children. Elaine has, yeah, Elaine is an incredible mom an incredible lady and she has such a zest for life like before when she was more well um she loved to travel she'd have to experience every day like she would i think i would i would probably be confident in saying that she rarely stayed in even if the weather was bad you know whatever she just lives life and she she made sure ruby does too. did too when they were both well enough they they just experienced everything she could she's um a very, very incredible lady. Aside from even her chronic illness, she's been through so much and fought through so much um, with her illness too um, for Ruby. And she just really lives life really wants to. And now she no longer can right now. And it's it's really heartbreaking for her. She really has a zest for life.
0: I mean, that's, I mean, it's heartbreaking that she's going through that and also trying to do what us mothers do as inst- instinct, to look yeah. after your own child, especially when you have a sick child with that condition Absolutely. as well. Um, going back absolutely. to the Phoenix, I wanted to ask you, um, yeah. what, I've yeah. seen a the post there recently about that. What, what is the problem that they won't, they won't give her? Okay, so
1: the problem is that at least a um, neurologist, I think it was, yeah, at least a surgeon or neurologist, um, it, even as unexperienced of EDS as they might be, absolutely acknowledges the instability in her neck and her back. And because of that, really wanted to help her. I mean, I think she was extremely surprised and, and blessed by how well she was treated by this doctor. Um, and he just really wanted to help her. Um, and he, he very much admitted that she needed a feeding tube and wanted to help her agree to um, place a feeding tube into her intestine. Um, but then I think the problem began when they started to try and find um, an, an anesthesiologist that was happy to deal with someone with Elaine's conditions. Um, with EDS, there could be a lot of complications. But with Elaine and with people with instability, there is obviously the added complication of intubation when the neck is unstable. Um, so it seems they are too worried, too frightened and too worried about the risks to her life um, because of the instability in her neck. Um, however, those things can definitely be, be um, overcome. So if Elaine was to wear a neck brace and be intubated with um, a different type of tube, it's very possible to intubate her and to do the operation. Yes, it's risky, but without this tube, her life is absolutely, absolutely at risk. Um, yeah. It, it's 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 a I life. Think and it's a lack of, it really is i mean for, for elaine now it's it's definitely a life and death situation she really does need this feeding tube and as much as she needs the other things she needs and she needs a life-saving um spinal surgery mm-hmm. at this point the priority is this feeding tube because um, she needs to be alive in order for the rest of it to happen and she also needs to be strong enough so she needs to have nutrition right now she doesn't have any she's oh. lost um three stone in in very you know in very quick i, I think, think since, since february. february yeah february, March. February. yes yeah. yeah she's and i would i would hasten to i would i would be confident in saying she's lost more now and um, the malnutrition is extremely evident um, and yeah. in her body
0: like said, she does need her body to be built up and weight to be put on before they even yeah. contemplate giving her any type of surgery. So the fundraiser Indeed. you decided you decided to do, did that come about? Not obviously. Obviously, you love her. You love her to death, yeah. um, and you would do anything mm-hmm. to help her. But did it come it's about because she has to travel for this surgery? Is that is that? Is that um, it came
1: about because yeah, because the 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 um surgery that she needs. There's only I possibly four but certainly three um, specialists in the world that um, are able to perform these surgeries on people with EDS um, so and they are private surgeons obviously so private health care at costs and yes she needs to travel um, at this point as well. I mean when I set up that GoFundMe she could travel in a conventional plane. I'm no longer even confident that that would be the case. Um, so I mean, Again, edit this out. I'm not even sure whether I'll even ask you to, but I I will need to put up the the target a fair bit to be quite honest. At some point, I because the GoFundMe has struggled to take off. I haven't put it up right now. I don't want to scare people even more with putting the target up. But yeah, we want considerably more probably to get her to get her for that surgery when we when she is at that point physically. Um, and she has the support she needs to get through that surgery. Um, It seems to be something that right now, unfortunately, is um, in the future, but it's definitely the priority to keep her alive, um, get her the nutrition that she needs, um, and then work out those things when we get to that point where she's strong enough. Um, able, has the support around her to deal with getting through the life-saving spinal surgery she needs
0: because the longer the longer obviously this goes on the more debilitating her condition is going to be so yeah. of course Absolutely. of course medical medical costs are going to go up and go up because what started off as we yeah. just say a yeah. roundabout Absolutely. figure is going to get bigger yeah. because more things are going to need to be done
1: yeah, also now, because she obviously can't get back there at the moment, whenever the surgery is able to take take place, whenever she can get back to our specialist and have further imaging done, which obviously they do extensive, extensive pre-op, extensive, extensive um, uh, imaging and pre-op testing, all sorts, amazing, amazing um, pre-op um, service. When they do all that, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if um, the instability in her spine is is much further and much more severe than it was when she was initially assessed. So yeah, because her symptoms are now so bad. Um, even though, you know, someone with EDS and anyone who knows what they're looking at, when they meet, when I met Elaine the first time, I could I absolutely knew what the specialist was gonna say. But um, now she, she's massively, she's massively deteriorated. And obviously Elaine is very much Past the point where her her symptoms could be hidden. But um, people with EDS often have to work very, very hard at at hiding those things because they're told for so many years that it's in their head. Um, It's it's a a big problem that people get misdiagnosed with anxiety and depression and all sorts of other things Um, to explain. Their chronic illness where their chronic illness is purely physical <laughs> and yes I mean because of what people with chronic illness go through they absolutely come out with emotional mental um, problems but it, and yes EDS can also cause a problem with the brain and at times so is that which can absolutely cause some mental emotional issues but um, EDS is absolutely a physical problem um, completely and only a, a physical problem.
0: Yeah, when your body is shutting down like that and you can't move your limbs, and in like Elaine's case, because I've seen I've seen pictures of her, she's mm-hmm. literally laying straight. That's all. That's Absolutely, all that girl. Yeah. can do, do another thing. Really? So how can can you say that that's all in that girl? That's all in her
1: head. Yeah. Like the girl. It's beyond can... me, honestly. It's beyond me that anyone could um doubt Elaine or anybody else. Honestly, with EDS, it's beyond me how how um people with EDS are doubted. Um, and accused of all sorts it's beyond me I don't know <laughs> so really is
0: there just going back to the feeding tube sorry because I should have asked yes no not, yeah. yeah it needs to be it's focused on very much yeah that's what I'm going to ask so are they still are they still talking about it or have they given her dates or they have
1: what's what's happening there um, for the feeding tube the as far as I last heard they the surgeon who had agreed to do it has now said he's not prepared to um, because of the risks. At the moment, there is there is no surgeon in Ireland who is prepared to place a feeding tube for her. Um, it's, it's, it's been a major blow to her and to all of us who care about her, um, especially her family. Um, so honestly, right now we're... <laughs> Honestly, I do not know the next step. I ideally it would be for the for the national health system to to reconsider and place this tube because she cannot travel very well right now at all. I have been ringing around private hospitals. I'm right now in Northern Ireland, so I've been ringing around in hospitals around here, try and find um somebody who can help. But um again, the problem is that you need a referral from the national health system to even go private. Um, A lot of the time, and that includes for this, I was told. So again, we're in a situation where we need a doctor that's on the National Health to refer her and to send her records on. And that is someone Elaine finds very difficult to, to find somebody to do that for her. It's mm.
0: things like that baffle me for people that don't understand or people that don't that don't navigate or have never had to navigate through the medical system. This is your medical record, and you have the right. Everybody has the right to live. Everybody has the right to yeah. choose whether they want a treatment. It takes me back to where I'm always yeah. saying to people, "You people forget that a doctor works for you. You have employed that person to work to mm. work for you, and the fact that Elaine is to go through all of this." And is basically, if she could jump up and down and scream and shout, would say, I take the risk, I want this feeding tube, I need... Well, she's told
1: them that she's willing to take the risk. They're not willing to take the risk. Um, But ultimately, the risk is to her life um yes there's always risk with any surgery yes of course there's increased risk to Elaine's life with this surgery but there's more risk to her life without a feeding tube so she she really does need one at this point honestly I don't know what how we're going to do it ideally like I said would be for the national health system a doctor a hospital within the national health system to reconsider and to place her a tube for her that would be the ideal because she can't travel well there's also a lack of fun side to travel other than in a normal way which she is pretty unable to do right now I am um, she also really does it's just it's hard I, I obviously can't physically do anything on a physical no. level I can't drive I I can't mm-hmm. help in a physical sense on a daily basis and that is a very big struggle to um someone with these Conditions need a great deal of physical help, both before, through and after surgery, um, which is something that Elaine also needs. She has a lot of friendship and a lot of support. Um, She does need a great deal of that in the physical on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, carers and stuff. Um so basically people we what what needs to be done here is we need more people to go click on that link for the GoFundMe so that we can raise some more more and more and substantial amount of money to give yeah uh, some quality of life to give this this lady her dignity back for once.
1: Yeah Um, yeah you know, to it her- feels like there is so much money needed for for Elaine, um, and honestly, it can it can be easy to feel overwhelmed actually by how much she does need both physical support and money. Um, I she needs a lot. She needs to have daily physical help. She needs her doctor who will place this feeding tube. Um, and then we will obviously, once she's well enough, while she's becoming well enough, once she has a tube, and now we need to continue raising the money for her surgery, surgery and on her spine so that ultimately, whenever she is ready and the surgeon feels that, that's, um, that, it, that she's strong enough and he feels um, able to do that, that she would then be able to have that. There's a long way to go, though, if her to get to that point where she is physically able and has the physical support to, to do that.
0: Yeah, and I guess the the more or the quicker at the speed that you can get these mm-hmm. get these funds raised, they will help because yeah. as, as Leanne oh, yeah. said... Money, longer, yeah, you need money. Yes. Yeah, the longer this goes on, the more debilitating it's getting and the bigger the surgery will be. And it could come to the stage that if it's left any longer, it'll be just a big no, can't happen. It'd be just will be told so it It
1: can be it can i mean i don't even like to think yeah i don't even like to think what can happen yeah
0: you know and i mean together people like it's if it's only the price of a cup of coffee you know and everybody pulled together yeah you're you're giving somebody a bit of quality in life you're helping somebody you're helping all the all the, the the woman wants is to be able to sit outside or hear christmas yeah Yeah. with her children you know a bit of quality of
1: life for her yeah she wants to be able to sit up she wants to be able to sit and be with her daughter sit in a car and take her and be taken somewhere with her daughter um she wants to be able to eat (laughs) She, she wants to be able to do these things that so many people which just would never even think of we just so many people take for granted um, yeah she wants she to live in of, of life
0: yeah she wants to live instead yes. of existing because at the moment she's and I mean remember people she also has a sick a seven-year-old Ruby is now is she yeah
1: yeah, yeah seven. That,
0: Ruby was recently seven that is fa- that has EDS but it's yeah. more than likely will be facing this this journey which gets yeah. older unless she has surgery done yeah. herself
1: yeah more than likely
0: yeah so I'm going of course I'm going to put I will be putting the GoFundMe um links up um with when this yeah. podcast does go out and that and I do hope and pray if you can give anybody anything especially coming up to Christmas a couple yeah. of a couple a couple of euro on a GoFundMe and you could h- help give this this lady a better quality of life to be there yes. for her children and for her Please. to see yeah. In Christmas Please so yeah, that's what please, we're yeah. trying to do now and le- leading from there um leanne to the part where obviously i can see you with my listeners can't you have had this uh, this surgery recently haven't you that yeah what what yeah. elaine would, will would be having please god we, we live uh-huh. in hope that Elaine will be having
1: yeah
0: and yeah. um, want to take people mm-hmm. through the out through the outcome so if, the, if if people can dig in a bit and raise these funds Leanna will take yeah. you through the next part. What will happen once the surgery goes ahead?
1: Yeah, um, once Elaine has the um, physical ability and the um, support around her to get through this surgery, um, she will be needing spinal um, fusion surgery. It's not certain how far down Elaine will need at this point. Um, for me, I have been fused from my skull to T10. Um, I, My daughter and me went through... Um, Initially, spinal f- spinal fusion surgery a year or so ago um, with my daughter. She had a life-threatening basilar invagination where her breath, her the place where her brainstem is controlled by the breathing is controlled. She um, was massively compressed. She could stop breathing at any time, and um, she was very seriously ill. Could no longer eat really, um, and just was very 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 ill. Um, She was, though, um, operated by a wonderful specialist and she's fused from skull to C2 and it has literally saved and changed her life. She is now, honestly, yes, she still has EDS. Yes, her other joints suffer. Yes, she has EDS, but honestly, her life, she has an amazing life. She eats normally. She sleeps. She breathes normally, no troubles whatsoever in those areas anymore. She is growing for the first time in literally years. Um, she's thriving. She's able to begin, you know, just a normal life and she is just doing incredibly. I'm just, we're just beyond grateful. She's incredible. And her, her life just been turned around by the surgery. Um, initially I was also, I was decompressed. Um, my brain was decompressed. Um, and I was also fused down to C2. Um, and then unfortunately my spine quite quickly became unstable further down, which is a risk when you have EDS, um, especially after a spinal fusion. So um, I then became um, very, very Ill again, um, and I was bed bound, um, unable to wait there, unable to keep food down. Um, I was able to keep down a um, one type of um, nutritional, uh, like, meal replacement drink so that's how i exist in the months that we were raising money um, but i was vomiting losing consciousness um, stopping breathing losing the ability to swallow at times i could go on and on i was losing control of my did lose control of my bladder and my bowels it was horrendous absolutely beyond horrendous and i think what elaine is honestly going through is nothing short of hell It really is nothing short of hell. Living with these conditions is nothing short of hell. and um, I was a right mess and would be dead without my surgery. Um, Now, only three, I'll be four months post-surgery, early October. Right now, I I could walk again, eat again, drink again. I I'm still recovering, and, but the way I feel, I feel like the sky's the limit now. Um, there's a lot of things I cannot do yet, but there's so much I can do. I'm able to shower. I've begun being able to wash my hair alone. Um, I can take care of my own personal needs alone now. Um, I'm beginning to even be able to cook simple food. Um, I can be a mom again. I'm a wife again. Um, I want this for Elaine so so badly because it's like a miracle what this surgery can do for someone is absolutely save and give them their life back obviously with everyone it's different none of the I will say the extent or the amount of symptoms that can be alleviated um, is different with everyone it can be different it can absolutely depend on the the way that person recovers the support that they absolutely will need to recover well and um, mm-hmm. It can be different from person to person. Some people get different degrees of um, improvement from from these surgeries. But um, our specialist, honestly, the the results he gets are absolutely miraculous, absolutely incredible. We're just so blessed by him. Um, And so, yeah, I desperately want this for Elaine. Um, So for me right now, I'm still wearing, I have to still wear a neck brace and a chest brace until six months post-op. Um, so apart from when I'm in bed or in the shower, um, I wear, I wear these. Um, but I, I literally cannot believe we're daily astounded by how well I'm doing. I'm, I was doing things within a couple of weeks of surgery that we honestly doubted I would ever do again. Um, and yeah, I'm alive which is you know to be honest the fact that I'm alive we didn't know what I would do again we didn't know whether I would, you know we what I would do again after but the fact that, that I was alive was just was enough to be honest but I I walk I'm I, I'm doing stuff we never dared to dream I would again already so the way I see it this far is a limit um, and my daughter like I said is just doing beyond incredibly so this is what possibly could be waiting for Elaine um, at the other side of what she needs Um like I said, I, I think it really puts the fire under me. Oh, it was what puts the fire under me because I know what people can have um, from this from this surgery and um, from the help that she needs. So yeah. yeah.
0: That's incredible. I mean, congratulations to you and your daughter. I mean, that's absolutely amazing oh, to she? get your life to get your life back and I can see it nobody else yeah. can see it but the smile the smile on her face it's bringing tears to my own oh, eyes it's, um, it's just I'm just so grateful
1: oh. I, I feel like a broken record the way I, I think I, cool. because I just can never stop saying how incredibly grateful I am to God and to our specialist and to everyone who helped us obviously we were in a situation where we had to raise all the money as well um unfortunately for Elaine though it's not happening anywhere close to as fast as it happened for us yeah,
0: and it's it's, so, show, yeah, it's, it's showing that there is there can be a light at the end of the story,
1: and the only yes. the only obstacle in the way is funding. With are right now. the obst- The obstacles are um, the need of a feeding tube and increased support on a physical level, um, mm. physical daily. The you know yeah. the nitty gritty um, that she yeah. she will continue to need, um, and you know I again I'm. I have had, and have an incredible amount of support um, from the people around me, from my family, my husband, my um, from thousands of people actually in the end around the world that gave. So people
0: again, dig if you can, dig deep and give one Christmas gift to this this family this year yeah, for it. a better better quality mm. of life to be able to get mm. her strength so that she can go ahead and eventually and have this surgery and be able to then please God in a year or two she'll be out running around after who she'll be nine at the Mm -hmm. time and it'd be great to see because as Leanne has said Leanne has went from that degree of illness to having a quality back in her life and the only obstacle in between is is money and it does show you that um money money can money does a lot when it comes to Mm -hmm. the to the health system it's sad but it's a true it's a true state of faith so thankfully for yeah. these GoFundMe me pages that can get out and get out around the world it gets to share somebody's mm-hmm. story and it's something a small yeah. that's every
1: little bit that somebody can give absolutely, absolutely
0: you know it really does good.
1: like if if everybody who who hears this if everybody who's seen her story gave even a pound a euro a dollar um it would do an incredible amount um I would also really there also needs to be, for want of a better expression, pressure applied to the system right now for her to to help her. I don't know how to make that happen. I, I honestly, when you say what's the next step, I wish I knew how to get this feeding tube for her. I I I feel unbearably frustrated um, for her. She needs a feeding tube so urgently. And I I do not know how to make that happen um, right now and yeah ideally if money was no issue you need you, know, you need a way for her to get to any doctor who will who will do that for her um, and then to be able to go forward with the amount of human support that she does and will continue to need um, yeah
0: and if you keep, if we keep adding and adding, um, if people can be so gracious and kind as to keep giving a bit, to add to this, to the to, to the amount of the GoFundMe, that also if those funds are available there and a chance does come up that there's a doctor there somewhere that's yes, willing to go we'll ahead. and do this cheap for her
1: yes. then we can take, we can just get it done. Yes.
0: The money is there. Yeah. That you know, it, yes. the funding will be there, and it will. It, it, yes, like, it'll change people. Like yeah. things that we take for granted. This lady yeah. can't even eat. This lady can't eat at all. Totally kind of um, and yeah, you, you can help. So, um, if if they want anybody wants to go and find the GoFundMe page, besides mm. clicking on um, my on my own Instagram. Where, where can they find more
1: information? Okay, so Elaine has, um, I haven't started up her um it wasn't me that started her her, um, facebook page she has a facebook page that some other wonderful ladies have started up for her called saving elaine 20 uh 2021 too and as you said yourself uh, is it yourself and another lady i don't know there is instagram no it's vivian
0: um a lady called vivian i was following elaine and i spoke to elaine a few times a couple of months back Mm -hmm. when she was able Mm -hmm. to actually have a conversation she had said she had said to me that she would have loved to have come on the podcast now this is months back yeah and I'm shocked at how much she's after deteriorating in those yeah. couple of months herself that she can't yeah. even can't even type yeah. a message now.
1: Yeah, that's another um, thing. She can't even, her voice even goes, I experienced it to a much smaller level, but actually my voice would change and would go on. It would change to a very strange octave and also it would, it would go at, at times. But with Elaine, she has that severely. She will oftentimes have zero voice whatsoever. And even trying to talk, will sp- the spasms will be... Um, uh what's the word yeah well any kind mm. of movement would aggravate everything and her symptoms are out of control so she's not able to really have a conversation I used to talk to her very often on the phone that's no longer possible even you know um she does her best and but we have as much contact as she can manage but it's Elaine is is She's very much a communicative person. It's what she's so much. Um, she's so she's so um, relational. She's a wonderful friend, and she loves to communicate with people. It's very hard for her now. She she struggles to even send a message to to her yeah. friends, to me, to anybody, and and it means that she she's very isolated in effect right now. It's, yeah, it's very she's very much in need of
0: people. So that's how I came across kind of, I think there was a post that had came up. I think she had put a post up a couple of months back on her own page about mm-hmm. the saving yeah. the land 2021. So I had clicked on that and ended up having a conversation. I had reached out to the administrator, which was yeah. Vivian. And I ended up having a conversation mm-hmm. and saying, look, um, i had spoke to elaine before about creating awareness this is before i knew about the GoFundMe me about creating awareness on the podcast mm-hmm. for her permission to see if we could do yeah. something um and vivian it was vivian that it told me that it was yourself that runs the actual GoFundMe me page so yeah. she gave me and she, that she would reach out to you because i had no direct yeah. contact with you at oh the yeah time. No, that
1: was great so other than the um go me which i run there is i i don't do it's not it's not me. I can't take the credit at all for her Facebook page or her IG page. Amazing ladies are running those. So they're called um, mm. Saving Elaine 2021. So people can go, yeah, 20, 2021, 2021. Yeah. So people can go there and look um, to find more information. And her GoFundMe are always um, posted on there, on there as well. Um, and then Ruby's page is called Ruby's Journey. She has a Facebook page and IG page as well. Um, and again, um, Ruby has a GoFundMe. Um, again, she will need. She does need, and will increasingly through her life need medical care, and that will cost a lot of money. So, yeah, yeah. it's 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 just
0: it's quite
1: overwhelming.
0: Sure. Yeah, it is. It's really it really is shocking to like it. And it always gets me. It always pulls my heartstrings at the fact that money money is the issue. Yeah, between whether somebody lives or somebody dies, and it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking heartbreaking. that with a government with governments that they can't have some type of even funding for special circumstances it's not even just Elaine that's going through this herself she has to get herself physically strong to be there for when her daughter goes through this journey as you have as you have done with your own daughter so you know better than anyone so I mean who better to come on and discuss her her case and her journey other than you Lianne. um I mean I'm so grateful that you've done this I do hope um that this this podcast does help some way to bring so to bring attention and and I'd really
1: like it I hope it can bring attention to the need within the health system to help her and also bring attention to her need financially because like I said if everyone just gave a little bit whenever they could or if people would commit to even just giving once a month just whatever they could, just forfeit a coffee once a month and that would make the world of a difference to Elaine um as she goes forward with this extremely long journey ahead of her um, yeah it
0: is it's a it's a it's a long journey and before anybody asks I have donated myself a few times before I start getting before anybody starts off, why don't you do it thank uh, you so much That's all um listen i mean an absolute an absolute pleasure it's great to see that smile on your face and to see that you're doing so well and your daughter is doing yeah. so well
1: because yeah, it,
0: gives, it gives real real hope that this is what this is what elaine could be facing yeah. once
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: feed and peg into her and we get her strength up yeah and the kind the kind people of this world give a small little bit yes to, yes to help and you're Please saving somebody's life you could save somebody's life by doing your doing your a little bit yes so yes. I've taken up enough of your time lovely lady um I do hope um we can get in contact with you again in a couple of months time because I would love and I'm sure listeners would to see your progress and see how you're doing of course Absolutely
1: yeah i will be fine thank you Excellent. very much for um, uh, having me here and for allowing me to hopefully bring much more awareness to Elaine's need and um to encourage people to please please help her so, yeah absolutely thank you very much.
0: much my absolute pleasure and when you're talking thank to you. Elaine tell her or sending all my love and I'm, keep, I'm keeping her in my yeah. prayer single evening thank so you again so much. thanks again um, Leanne for doing this again if anybody wants any more information or wants to know about Elaine's journey you can find it on Saving Elaine. Um, 2021 on Instagram or Facebook and the link to the GoFundMe is in both bios on both pages and just sacrifice that one cup of coffee people and you could help save somebody's life yes. so thanks a million to everybody for listening Thank and we should see you again soon So Leanne, just for people that might be listening there, what was the name of the consultant and whereabouts was he that looked after
1: you? Yeah, our specialist is in Barcelona. Um, His name is Dr. Gillette and he is absolutely incredible. Um, He saved my daughter's life and he saved my life. Um, Yeah, I couldn't recommend him more. I can highly, highly recommend him. He's wonderful. And his um, assistant, Amy, and their team, just absolutely incredible
0: excellent and it's handy as well to have someone in europe that you're not traveling to the states for. yeah yeah Perfect.
1: he's wonderful he's the best
0: yeah. wow what an absolute an incredible journey, an incredible story um, from Leanne on behalf of herself and also Elaine. Um, we do apologise for some technical issues. There was a bit of a delay between myself and Leanne, so we kind of end up speaking over each other at certain times. Please, please, people, if you can spare the price of a cup of coffee, can you please go and donate to the GoFundMe for Elaine? it is so 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 important that if we all pull together we can help raise funds and save this girl's life so that she can live and have a better quality of life and can be there for her daughter when her daughter comes to face the well. So thank you all for listening and tuning in all the links will be left in the bio and all pages and i do hope you can join us again as us warriors unite